0: And register for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon at everywomansmarathon.com.
1: When snails, sometimes they'll take no note of each other whatsoever. They'll just either, you know, slide on by each other. Um, But they, they will, it almost looks like they're kissing each other. They'll just touch each other with their, with their eye stalks. And they just kind of have a general, you know, just a touch of each other.
2: When a snail mates, it's called traumatic insemination. They stab each other with a spear about the size of a fingernail. It's sometimes called a love dart. If you scale it to the human body, it would be like a 15-inch knife that contains a fertility-boosting hormone. Snails are hermaphrodites, so any snail can mate with any other snail. And, of course, they move very, very slowly. So the process can take up to 12 hours. Yes, yeah, so snail
3: sex is, is interesting and bizarre.
2: This is Angus Davison. He's an evolutionary geneticist at the University of Nottingham. And he says the love dart is not the only interesting thing about snail sex. He says to imagine the way snails reproduce as kind of like two cars driving towards each other.
3: Uh, and if you're in America, you're driving on the right-hand side. And I am always imagine some kind of CD film where they're both drug dealers and, you know, they're exchanging some drugs. One of them passes the drugs across, the other one uh, passes some money across. That is, so they drive, they approach each other from opposite directions. They wind down their windows and pass these packages across. And of course that only works if they're both driving cars where the the steering wheel is on the left-hand side.
2: If one of these cars is made differently, let's say it's a British car, with the steering wheel on the right-hand side, they won't line up. The two cars will just pass each other by, unable to make contact.
3: It just isn't going to work. They're not going to be able to reach far enough across.
2: Which does happen when you're dealing with a very rare snail a snail that is born different from almost all the others. Most snail shells coil clockwise, but this snail shell coils the other way. Angus Davison had been hoping for 20 years to get his hands on one of these left-coiling snails. And finally, one Friday night, he got an email from a fellow scientist who'd spotted one in his garden.
3: He said, you know, kind of throw away... Would you be interested in this or, you know, shall I just put it in the freezer at the museum, you know? And, and so immediately I was typing back furiously, please don't freeze this snail. So fortunately I intervened in time and what, uh, inevitably he, so he sent me this snail by snail mail the next week and we received it at the university. Snail mail? Snail mail, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> had to be, there's a lot of terrible puns.
2: When it arrived to his lab, Angus knew right away that he had one of these unusual left-coiling snails.
3: And the problem with that is these lefty snails that essentially, to be a little bit delicate, their genitals are on the the opposite side from normal snails. So in a normal right-coiling snail, the genitals are wholly to the right-hand side. And in a left-coiling snail, they're on the left-hand side. And that means that left-coiling snail has trouble mating. So... It's a hermaphrodite snail, but it can't mate with itself and needs to find another left-coiling snail to mate with, and I need to find that snail to do the genetics. But of course, this snail is a one in a million. So how on earth do I find another? You know, I've never seen one in 20 years. Do I have to wait another 20 years to find another one?
2: A left-coiling snail is incredibly rare. More rare than a British car on an American road. It's sort of like when a human's heart is on the right side of their body, but even more rare than that.
3: You know, I don't know for certain but if you if you're a snail and you coil one way or the other I don't think you probably know which way you coil you know so the left coiling snail doesn't know that it's one in a million so it's just trying to mate as normal and it can't kind of recognize the way that all of the snails are different so it can't kind of adjust its behavior because if it could maybe it could mate
2: Angus wasn't going to just sit back and do nothing not with such a rare snail he decided to do what so many of us do these days when we're having a little trouble, meaning a potential partner. He took the problem online. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love.
3: I was anticipating we'd need all kinds of kind of gimmicky headlines, you know, lonely lefty seeks mate for love, you know, kind of a lonely hearts kind of thing. And we didn't need it. It's amazing. We didn't we didn't need any of that. The, the thing that carried the story is kind of that just like the, I don't know how to say it, you know, the, oh, bit. The, oh, that's so cute or so sad or whatever. People could immediately um, empathize with the, with the lonely snail that couldn't find a mate. And so that was it.
2: Angus gave his snail a name, Jeremy after Jeremy Corbyn, the left-wing leader of the UK's Labour Party. He took some photos of Jeremy and put them online. All he needed was for someone, somewhere in the world, to find another left-coiling snail. Then they'd reproduce, and Angus might be able to figure out what makes some snails coil left and some coil right. The BBC picked up the story and explicitly asked the public for help. Finding a mate for Jeremy, they gave the search a hashtag, snail love. That's how Angus Davison heard from a woman in Ipswich. Her name is Jade Melton, and she identified herself as a snail enthusiast. What does that mean, a snail enthusiast?
3: <laughs> what does this? Yeah, I know. So why should you ask that question? I mean, if I, you know, if uh, if you said if I've been talking about spotting birds, did you do that in the states? I mean, did people go around you know if you're a bird enthusiast you know what I mean they've got binoculars
2: yeah I know what that means (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) well we call them bird spotters In the yeah we have a
2: ton of those but I I, there's something seems a little different than being out in the wild looking for birds and
3: yeah but it's only different because it's more unusual We, we shouldn't just focus on these big things that fly around our gardens. sometimes there's lots of other creatures there which some of them might be smaller but you know if you look at them under a microscope they are equally interesting
2: Jade Melton wrote to Angus because she'd found her own unusual snail a few months before. She's a member of the Ipswich Conchological Society. They study snails and their shells. She'd been out snail hunting one day and saw a left-coiling snail making its way down a plant. She put it in one of the tubs she keeps on hand, gave it a name, Lefty, and took it home to join the others.
1: I currently have over 150, but at one point it was over 300. I keep them scattered all over the place. Really, I have most of them are upstairs, and I have the nursery downstairs, which obviously the baby snails. You put a couple of pieces of grass in the in the. I tend to feed mine lettuce. That um, romaine lettuce seems to be their absolute favourite.
2: Angus packed up Jeremy the snail, and they took the train to Ipswich to see if the two left-coiling snails might get along.
1: Obviously, we introduced each other, um, said hello to each other, and I had Lefty. He had Jeremy, and we took them in the garden and we put them down on the you know the ground, and we just sort of let them have say a snail hello to each other. We were happy at first because you, you know they were showing signs of obviously taking an interest in each other. Angus took, you know, some nice pictures of the two of them. So it was really exciting, and I was thinking, well, you know, I wonder if they would they would just kind of, um, you know, seal the deal now and, you know, now and now, but obviously I wasn't going to rush them as they are snails.
2: And then... Nothing. Angus went home to Nottingham. He kept calling Jade to check in, but there wasn't any news. The snails weren't mating. He suggested they move them from Jade's house to his lab, where he could try to improve the conditions. She wasn't sure she was comfortable with that.
1: It was a bit like one of my, one of my slimy babies is, is, you know, kind of going on holiday but me being the kind of mother hen type, I was, I was anxious to know how Lefty was doing.
2: The lab didn't make a difference. Jeremy and Lefty, two of the rarest snails on the planet, uniquely capable of mating with each other, just weren't doing it. It seemed hopeless. And then a third snail entered the picture.
4: I'm Miguel. I'm from a little island in the Mediterranean Sea called Mallorca, from from Spain. And I'm uh, 32 years old.
2: Do you like snails? Yes, I love them. (laughs) Miguel Ángel Salome farms snails, millions and millions of them, which he then serves in his restaurant. How did you hear about Jeremy the snail?
4: (laughs) Well, uh, it was uh, a friend who sent me uh, a screenshot from Twitter about the the story of uh, Jeremy. So I found in my snail farm a left-handed snail, which I called Tomeu, a uh, typical Majorcan name.
2: Had you ever found a left-coiling snail before?
4: No. To be honest, I I, I never n- never found one, but was something like natural, walking, and I saw and I realized, I said, wow, that one is a left-handed snail. I, I take it and, and I uh, go to to, to write um, an email to um, to Dr. Angus. And at the beginning he was, are you, it's, are you sure that uh, it's a left-handed snail and it's the same variety I need? I say, yeah, it's the same variety, so no worries, because I, I know both. I saw the picture of uh, Jeremy, and I know it's like uh, Elixas Persa. It's the same that uh, myself. And I sent him the, the snail afterwards.
2: Support for This Is Love comes from Indeed. Hiring someone new can sometimes feel like finding a missing puzzle piece. The right person can complete a team, but the search can take a long time. And sometimes it feels entirely up to chance. Indeed is designed to help you find that perfect match much easier and much faster. Indeed's matching engine learns from your preferences for job candidates and becomes more accurate over time. That means the more you use it, the better it gets. You also don't need to worry about the busy work of hiring. Indeed will help you with scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners to this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash thisislove. Just go to indeed.com slash thisislove right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash thisislove. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire?
0: Built to be accessible, empowering, and community-building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com.
2: Now Angus had two potential mates for Jeremy. He put them together, two at a time.
3: So I put Jeremy with... Lefty again, nothing happened. I put Jeremy with Tomiou again, nothing happened.
2: And that's when it became obvious. No one was interested in Jeremy.
3: Lefty the snail mated with Tomiou the snail, and poor old Jeremy got left out, uh, literally from the from the love triangle.
1: Poor Jeremy, he got left in the dirt, really. Tomiou and Lefty, um, I guess they were blown over backwards by each other, and they decided to have babies.
3: Lefty ended up going with Tomiou, yeah.
1: He just took a shine to, you know, his um, foreign lover, I guess. Tomiou and Lefty
2: had 170 baby snails, and then they made it again and again. Jeremy isn't the first animal to be left out. In 1971, researchers were surprised to find a species of tortoise they'd been certain was extinct. They named him George. They spent 40 years trying to find a partner for George, to continue the species, even trying to mate him with other kinds of tortoises. He died alone at nearly 100 years old, the last of his kind. There's a name for animals like George. An In Panama, a fungus was killing off a rare species of frog. Researchers went into the forest to try to find and rescue all the frogs they could, but they only found one. They relocated him to the Atlanta Botanic Gardens, but he knew it wasn't home. He stopped calling for mates. He didn't even respond to recorded calls of female frogs. Maybe he knew they weren't real. In 1992, a guy working in a lab on the Puget Sound heard a strange sound. It sounded like a whale song, but the frequency was way too high. It was a whale. For more than 20 years, researchers observed him calling out and never getting any response. They thought it was possible that other whales couldn't hear him at all. Angus was in too deep to let that happen to Jeremy. He wasn't giving up. Some snails hibernate, and so Angus orchestrated a mini-hibernation for Jeremy by putting him in the refrigerator. Jeremy came out of the refrigerator looking a little better. And it wasn't long after that that Angus walked into the lab to find Jeremy mating with Tomiyu. Were you proud of Tomiu for being the most popular?
4: Sure, yeah, probably is the most popular snail in in Mallorca for sure, and probably in in Spain as well,
2: yeah. Tomiu produced eggs that hatched into 56 tiny snails.
1: Here, when they hatch, you, you know, you can't touch them, they're so delicate. They're transparent, so you can see their shell, tiny little shell, and you can actually see their little heartbeats. Through the shell because it's they're transparent. It's very sweet.
2: Angus and Jade are raising them, and it turned out that every single baby was born right coiling.
4: All the baby's nails were uh, right-handed, so that one was a. Uh, uh bit disappointing for for me because uh, Dr. Angus as well was uh, trying to find or trying to make science with uh, baby uh, left-handed snails. So that didn't happen.
2: The left-coiling gene is recessive. It could take more than a generation to appear again. Jade and Angus will be waiting. Angus, to study their genetic material he hopes that what he learns will provide insight into body asymmetries in other species, including humans. For her part, Jade is more romantic. Even though it wasn't her snail who mated with Jeremy, she appreciates that, like so many of us, Jeremy just needed a little extra time.
1: It shows that, that there is some someone for everyone. He just... You have to find them, I guess. It's It kind of gives you a sense of hope, you know, not just snails, but humans also. On October 20th,
2: 2017, the BBC, who had followed every turn of Jeremy's story, reported that he had died. The piece read, Jeremy, the lonely... Lefty Snail has died at his Nottingham home.
1: I try not to be too sad, and I think, you know, he lives on with his children. I have Tommyu's baby, of which Jeremy is the dad of, and because he looks so much like his dad, I called him Jeremy Jr., and I call him, you know, JJ for short.
2: He looks like his dad.
1: He, yeah, he's the spitting image of his dad. His, his shell is the same colour, markings. He looks just like him, which is really nice.
2: This Is Love is created by Lauren Spore and me. Nadia Wilson is our senior producer. Teresa Katsourilis is our assistant producer. Audio mix by Johnny Vince Evans. And Rob Byers, Julian Alexander makes original illustrations for each episode of This Is Love. You can see them at thisislovepodcast.com. dot com, and you can also see pictures of Jeremy and Lefty and Tomiu and their babies. This Is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. We're a proud member of Radiotopia from. PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. If you like this show, please tell a friend about it and have them subscribe. We'll be back next week. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is love.
1: More than half of my snails have names. Other ones don't because I literally can't tell the difference between them. Yeah. Can you list some of, of, of the names? Uh, yes, I'm currently. I have, um, obviously, I'm not going to name all of them cause I'm not even sure if I could, to be honest. I've got um, Jeremy Jr., I have George, and Brian, Jeffrey, uh, just trying to think of others. Well, Luther, Wycliffe, Tyndale, I have Safi. Which is, that means pure for Swahili. Um, I have Sala. You know what name I like the most? What's that? Brian. Yes.
2: I- <laughs> Mark would be a good, Jim. Those would all be good snail names.
1: Yeah, Jim's quite good.